I could. It'll be somewhat organic. How's that? <laughs> that's gonna be. That's on my tombstone. Somewhat, somewhat organic. organic. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna talk about a boogie boogie. I'm gonna play one. show is better off dad with paul and steve (laughs) the idea is we're trying to figure out how to do the right thing when things are hard and we both decided that each of us is better off dad that (laughs) was that was my point because better off dads sounds too much like we are dads who are better off no no no. we also it also kind of sounds like a 90s sitcom that would have like a, a, a pair of twins in it (laughs) <laughs> like some cute twins yeah <laughs> like like uh somebody's uncle i'm thinking of that full house show that's like that's that. exactly yeah Bit that's exactly dance. what it, yeah but anyway, we've decided we've Sorry. decided that not only are, are each of us better off dad but society in general will be better off because we are dad because mm-hmm. we are better dads and i'll just sit here and say that right now i am a better dad <laughs> than a lot of people better or thank goodness (laughs) we are dead yeah the proof the proof's in the pudding man hey if you haven't heard uh this is episode two if you haven't heard episode one feel free to go check that out you don't have to these are independent shows they stand alone um check out big broccoli studios other great shows which are also in the same feed as this one for now this one may get its own feed someday, but for now it's <laughs> to, it's in the Don't Panic Radio Show feed. So check out our, those other shows from Big Broccoli Studios, especially Mysterious Traveler, New Tales of the Mysterious Traveler. <laughs> I say it Paul, too. So <laughs> Paul's old time radio masterpiece. Thank you. Yeah, and we're working on working hard on these new scripts. I've actually did some work on the script that I was. Uh, I was going to ask. I didn't want to mm. get give put any mm. pressure on you since the format for how we were going to do that episode has changed, and you can you can blow the script up a little bit more. So, yeah. Yeah. so, so yeah, it's it's going to work out. Work. I've said work about fifteen times. <laughs> Nobody wants to work, really. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of, speaking of nobody wanting to work, what do you, what do you call that? What's the saying about when somebody falls face first right into the point? You know, you hear that oh, saying? It's like, yeah. the, the, well, <laughs> here's a classic example. It's Run, running face first into the point and still missing it. Yes, yes. It's something <laughs> like that. The point uh, didn't go ironic. over your head. The point <laughs> didn't go over your head. It slammed right into your forehead <laughs> and, and you, you still, still missed, missed it. it. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but my okay so my my older brother he works for one of the um an, an independent moving company and they're they're pretty big you know well they've been having he, he's one of these guys that always complains about you know kids today nobody wants to work i went into hardy's and there was nobody working in there they don't want they they don't they won't they won't work for 20 dollars an hour you know blah 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 
meanwhile, he he has seriously serious debilitating uh, back problems and whatnot from a, a, a lifetime of, <laughs> of <laughs> slave labor, you know, servitude. But wage slavery, wage slavery. Well, I was having a conversation with my mom the other day and she had brought up how um, the problem that the problem that he's having is um, the people that they do hire don't want to work and they're always on their phones and i was like um put make them put the phones away it's not that difficult why why won't the why you know why won't these kids why, why won't why won't the people running the show control the show well there's other things like uh, you got to tell them what to do they have no life skills um they they i'm like well if they can't hire decent workers they need to change their hiring policy. Well, they can't. Yeah, they can. They're their business. You know, it's this kind of stuff. Well, finally, <laughs> my brother decides he and his his other coworker, these guys have been with this company for decades. They got the brilliant idea all on their own to walk off the job. Oh boy. Cuz they don't until, want to work <laughs> until their working conditions improve. <laughs> oh my God. Seriously. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm doing this thing like, you know, like it's, it's, it's almost like that episode of uh, the Simpsons where uh, Homer's like driving like a maniac trying to get Lisa somewhere and he's and he's doing classical music and she's in the backseat going, I'm reaching him, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't put a lot of faith in that because I, I think, uh, ironically, he he doesn't realize that he just joined the Great Resignation. Like, so that's I, I, so that's wild. Let me let me unpack that a little bit. There's so okay. much to unpack there. I feel like I just got back from vacation. <laughs> We're gonna have to unpack, do laundry, you know, put everything away. That's why you um, need a day after you get back from vacation. You take an extra day off. Everybody, who, who are you kidding? You, you wait about a week and empty that suitcase. <laughs> I'm still not unpacked for my last vacation. Life, life skills. Speaking of life skills. So anyway, let's let's unpack. Let's start yes. to unpack. Okay, first of all, deep, deep breath. So, so, yeah. Okay, I'm revising my earlier statement. The point didn't hit him in the forehead. The point it was like a shotgun. It hit him in the forehead, the chin, the chest, the stomach. So. So he's saying nobody wants to work these days. Mm -hmm. And he decided, along with his friend, that because the working conditions, the business had not properly uh, put systems in place to make things good for the workers and satisfactory for the workers, meaning him and his friend, therefore, they were going to walk off the job and not work. Yes. Okay. So nobody <laughs> wants to work. Nobody wants to work. It, nobody wants to work under the... He would probably say, no, 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 it's not that I don't want to work. It's that I don't want to work under those conditions for that <laughs> amount of pay. They don't pay me enough <laughs> for this job. So, <laughs> the, you know, it's not predictable. It's not safe. It's not uh, a good work environment. And they don't pay me enough for the work that they're asking me to do. <laughs> Therefore, I do want to work, but not under those conditions. Mm. Like, 
Yes, that's true. Now replace <laughs> I with they. <laughs> it's <laughs> like I don't want to work under those conditions with people are this is called late stage capitalism, folks. <laughs> people are going, we don't want to work under those conditions, right? Mm, yeah. It's like he almost had what alcoholics refer to as a moment of clarity. Um, and that 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 no, replace I with we reminds me of the uh the old friends joke where Phoebe's trying to teach Joey French and he keeps yeah. messing it up. Um, oh, right. <laughs> people, people don't, don't want to work, want to work under those conditions. Nobody wants to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, I, so I was relaying this story to my lady friend, Amy, and I'm like, I, I get done with it. And she's like, just like you. But there's there's too much to unpack here. And she goes, and besides that, who really wants to work? <laughs> lady friend Amy. <laughs> yes. Good good one, lady friend Amy. Well, because we're you know, when you're 65 years old, you have to have lady friends. You don't have girlfriends anymore. You're not 65 years old. Let's uh break this down. Sure. That's a good story, by the way. <laughs> good story. He'll it, never just... he'll never get it. He'll never get the irony of what what's happening here it's like I almost, it. it almost turned into like a wonder years like i could hear myself narrating as an older man this moment in my life you know it's just so out of, out of out of body experience i've seen a i've seen this a lot i've heard it a lot that nobody mm -hmm. wants to work trope mm -hmm. as, it, as it were i had the conversation with my dad right mm -hmm. so i i actually looked a few things up in preparation for today's show uh-oh so in the past year, over six million uh, six million jobs have been created, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That makes sense because we're coming out of a pandemic. All right, statistics. So if you look at the past year, this is the past year. This is mm -hmm. Bureau of Labor Statistics. That's the government. That's the deep state. That ain't true. Oh, come on. If you're no words. If, yeah, you're right. Well, send us your statistics then. Total <laughs> non-farm. Uh, jobs created 6.1 million in the past year, right? Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Okay, here is since 2002, total unemployed is in the red, total job openings is this green, and total people who quit is in the blue. Mm -hmm. um, so you see this spike here. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. who's, who was president? Anyway, that's, <laughs> these are pandemics, you know, forced shutdowns and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff meant, you know, a lot of unemployed people, right? Mm -hmm. So what we're seeing now is we're recovering from a pandemic, you know, okay, so job openings, you know, went down. Um, and now they're coming back up because we're, we're exiting a pandemic. So in the past year alone, between here and here, something like 6 million jobs were created, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and people have been quitting at higher numbers too. So, you know, credit where it's due to the nobody wants to work crowd. Yes, more people <laughs> have been quitting lately. Um, so anyway, that's what it looks like. So six million six million jobs over the past year. The other thing that's happened in the past year, four hundred thousand people have died from mm -hmm. COVID in the US. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you got six million new jobs, four hundred thousand fewer people to take them. Mm -hmm. 
The other thing is, and this is one that I haven't heard a lot of talk about, but after contracting COVID myself recently, I get it, uh, even though I'm fine now. Uh, of the 55 million new cases that have occurred over the past year in the U.S., mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. something like just over a million of them still experience symptoms after three months. So long yeah. COVID. Yeah. So you didn't die, but I tell you what, you get COVID, you know it. And I know you and I both got it before it became a thing. Before it was cool. <laughs> before it was cool. Before anybody knew it was in the U.S., we both got mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. You don't feel like working. It's not, yeah, nobody wants to work. You don't <laughs> want people working while they have COVID. And if you're still, if you're feeling that way, you don't want to work. That's 1.3 million people, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. now, so there are fewer unemployed people now than there were before the pandemic. So go back over, over to my, back to my, this is suddenly turned into a, uh, this is like school. It's like, you're just going to be on the test. Uh, so there are fewer, <laughs> you look at the unemployed persons. Right here, mm -hmm. you know, it's like fewer unemployed people now than before the pandemic. So people are like, oh, Trump's economy before the pandemic was great. Set aside the fact that like, it'd be like going, oh, the football team was winning after three quarters. So they're a really good team. It's like, no, they lost by 40 points because they lost it in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but they were winning at the end of the third quarter. <laughs> That's how I view people going, yeah, the economy was doing great before the pandemic. Yeah, but there was a pandemic and it was his job to make things go well during the pandemic and he failed right and it so, was and it was complete and, and, and it was completely botched and a hundred percent avoidable yes a hundred percent but setting that aside okay well forget the pandemic for a second look at before the pandemic and there are now under the biden economy fewer unemployed than under the trump economy pre-pandemic mm -hmm. right so the nobody wants to work thing, it's like this argument I had with my dad. He's like, I don't understand. Like, there were people working before. Where are all those people? I'm like, they're working now. Yeah. <laughs> A yeah. lot of them, right? Yeah. Uh, so you go to restaurants that were closed during the pandemic. They're now open. There are servers and, you know, well, cashiers and hosts and all that stuff. They're there. <laughs> one of the conversations I had, too, was when we were... So sitting in the Burger King parking lot, and right across the street from the Burger King parking lot is the Arby's parking lot. Mm. Now, Arby's, I don't know how it is by you, but by us, they have not reopened their lobby. Oh, well. It just is drive just the drive-thru. Okay. Now, whoever... The, I like going to restaurant lobbies. Well, you know, I, I, dining room. I don't know what you Continue. call it. Continue. Anyway, the, the <laughs> argument is, look... Look, they can't even get people to work the work the front cash register because nobody wants to work. They're just now they're they're just using the drive-through. They can only get enough people for the drive-through. I'm like, no. If you if you look at a scale of which fast food restaurants make the most and which to, to the least, Arby's ain't in the top five. Okay, what Arby's figured out was, wait a minute, we don't have to pay people. We don't have to keep this area open. We only need a bare minimum skeleton crew to run the drive-through. Sure, but no matter yes, how many, no matter no matter how you, well, okay, like the the, the graph that you showed. Mm -hmm. Show that graph. Where'd you get that? Google. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that graph. You no, regardless of what 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 you can show them. 
change their mind, they've they've got an two, argument. Two things work. The, okay. Two things work. Now, this is for conspiracy theories, but mm -hmm. I I think political leaning probably it probably applies there too. And studies have shown two things work. One is logic, and the other is ridicule. Okay. Um, so I will stick to ridicule and logic every time. Facts, <laughs> facts, as it turns out, makes no appreciable difference. Like yeah. so, just showing somebody facts doesn't doesn't work. So I can't just say like if I had some evidence that people want to work and tried to use that as. See, here's a fact that counteracts your statement that nobody wants to work. I have found some people who mm -hmm. want to work. Presenting that as a fact won't won't change anybody's mind because mm -hmm. I'll do exactly what you just said, which is, oh well, you know, anybody you can make up anything you want, right, and call it a fact. Um, but logic will work. Okay. And so the case here is, okay, you don't like this chart? Find your own chart, right? I'm not saying this is 100% correct. We all, but the thing we all agree with is there were a lot of unemployed people during the pandemic. There are a lot fewer unemployed people now than during the pandemic. Can't argue with that. I don't care where I got this chart. I could have pulled it out of my ass. But we all agree <laughs> that there are fewer unemployed people now than there were during the pandemic, right? Now, you might go, yeah, but I don't know if I agree that there are fewer unemployed people than during, before the pandemic. I'm like, okay, fine. My only point here is we had a pandemic that a lot of jobs were created. Bureau of Labor Statistics says six, over 6 million. You can agree with the, You can disagree with the number, but there have been millions of jobs created, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people died of COVID. A lot of people remain sick with COVID. Uh, so there are fewer people to take the jobs. Mm -hmm. Now, here's where I, I will agree. People are quitting at higher numbers than uh, than before the pandemic, right? Which, again, stands to reason, right? Because mm -hmm. working conditions have become much harder. Whether you agree with masks and social distancing and all that stuff, um, it's a fact that that happened. And you can't disagree. Yes, people had to wear masks. Yes, people had to social distance. And yes, that created a lot of strain on the workforce, right? So of course people are quitting. Uh, the other thing is what you brought up from the at the beginning. Now we come full circle, late stage <laughs> capitalism. You're, <Hey. laughs> you're like Charlie from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia with the map. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so what do I mean? Um, what what we've seen happen over the last ten years? Um, I'm, I'm going to try to. Uh, abbreviate this a little bit because it could take an hour to go through this, but it, it'll make sense as soon as you hear it, right? <laughs> if you think about where we get our stuff, right? We get it from Amazon or we order it from eBay or we, you know, it's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff we order. Or maybe you do go to a local shop, but it's usually a Meyer or a Walmart or a, you know, a, a big chain conglomerate yeah. kind of yeah. thing, right? Um. What that does is it's harvesting all the profits, right, from the local area and sending them to either where Walmart's based in yeah. Arkansas or it sends it to Pacific Northwest. Oh, that, that's Google. I'll get to Google next. Uh, no, Google No, Google is in California. Or it sends it to wherever Bezos is. Where the, where the hell's Bezos? I don't know where he Space, is. Space, I think. <laughs> wherever Amazon is, right? 
all of that money is going to them, right? And it's not mm -hmm. staying in our local community. Right. Um, so their Tesla is another example of that. There used to be, you know, their model is not dealerships. Their model is sell from corporate and all the profit goes back to corporate yeah. instead of the local dealership, right? Yeah. So it centralizes all that wealth. And that's why Bezos and Branson and uh, Elon Musk, you know, that's why they're able to go to space. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. they've got these billions of dollars that used to stay in the community and you could pay workers more. You could adjust workers' working conditions because if word got out in the local area that, you know, Joe's mom and pop, uh, you know, diner or Joe's mom and pop shoe store or whatever, shitty place to work. Yeah, nobody would go work there and they would have trouble getting people. So they would have to improve. But now why does Amazon have to improve working conditions when, okay, you can work here or go work at Walmart or Meyer or, you know, yeah, yeah. Go, go work at one of those places. They don't pay any better than we do. And working conditions aren't any better than mm -hmm. our working conditions, right? Yeah. So add to that, um, I read this one because I'll go work at McDonald's or something, right? Arby's in your example or Wendy's or wherever their whole model uh you know when you had manufacturing and I don't want to sound like a uh, Reagan Democrat or anything like that or a you know I uh, <laughs> they shipped all our jobs overseas I don't want to they took our jobs I don't want to be that guy but if you think about like manufacturing um versus service the big cost of manufacturing is raw materials labor is a big part of it too but huge costs with manufacturing plus, I, I mean, with raw materials plus uh, manufacturing in large part had unions, which kept working conditions tolerable and pay decent for people, right? Go to the service sector, your restaurants, your retail establishments and all that generally not unionized. Generally the raw materials are dirt cheap. Mm -hmm. So the way they cut expenses is by ha by cutting labor costs. Mm -hmm. And once you cut those labor costs, the way they cut labor costs is by not, is first of all, by pay paying people as little as they can get away with, right? Mm -hmm. But second, this is really important uh, for my next point. <laughs> Steve's just going to go on forever. Isn't he? Are you guys <laughs> taking notes? Some of this is going to be on the test. Yeah, that'll be a test. <laughs> um. And this is the one that like was my aha moment because I was like, well, yeah, okay, fine. You know, they pay people less. I get it. You know, all businesses are going to pay people less. This is the thing that's happened in the last 10 years. They looked at another way of cutting labor costs, which is the flexible scheduling. Mm -hmm. You can cut labor costs by only having exactly the number of people you need at any given time. Mm -hmm. Right. So you've got the lunch rush, you hire you got a few more people coming in for that. You got the dinner rush. You get a few more people coming in for that, right? But if you're wrong, if something happens on that Tuesday that for some reason at that local restaurant, you didn't get the lunch rush that you were expecting, or you didn't get as many people calling off as you expected to call off, and you have an extra person, right, for the lunch, the managers are required to send that person home now. Mm-hmm. And so the employment uh, I've heard I've heard people talking about that. So now yeah. the employ yeah, yeah. So now the employment arrangement is you might get 30 hours this week and you need to be available in case oh, that's the other thing. In case we call you to come in, because if we get more, if the lunch rush is heavier, 
the yeah. manager has a list of people they can call in. If yeah. you're not available because you're like, well, I wasn't on the schedule, you could, you know, you're going to get in trouble. You're going to get fired. You're going to get your pay docked or whatever because yeah. we called you to come in and you didn't come in. So it's like if you go in, you might get sent home. If you don't go in, you might get a call to come in. They can hang that shit in their ass. I So people I, are quitting. So we're using logic, right? We'll use ridicule in a second. So if you look at share of U.S. teens, um, this is again, you know, from Bureau uh, from Pew Research Center, very mm -hmm. reputable statistics, and something nobody would disagree with. I don't believe fewer teens work now than they used to. You know, back when America was great. Um, <laughs> so this is one area again where we may have some area of agreement with the nobody wants to work crowd, right? Because they'll go, see, I told you, teens don't want to work these days. Well, yeah, because if you don't know whether they're going to need you and you need to be available in case they do, how are you supposed to go to school, Yep. schedule your shifts, and schedule your family vacation time, schedule your doc. By the way, summers are like a lot shorter now than they used to be. <laughs> mm. And if a family's gonna build memories and like, you know, be the, you know, June and Ward Cleaver family where they get to go on picnics together and have a dog and all that stuff, you gotta have some predictability in yep. your schedule so that you can schedule those picnics, schedule the barbecue, schedule the piano lessons, horse riding lessons, go on vacation together during the summer. And then during the school year, you have to have predictability so you can schedule your shifts around your school schedule. Well, with all of these companies going to this flexible scheduling thing, it's so unpredictable. So my son wants to get a job mm -hmm. and he wants to work. <laughs> good for him. He's, he's one of the good ones. By the way, he worked his ass off over the summer at a horse barn for Oh, yeah, yeah. During the two hottest weeks of the summer, it was in the <laughs> high 90s. My air conditioner went out on my car. Oof. So I'd take him and pick him up. <laughs> I didn't have any air conditioning in he's the car. On the, he's riding on the roof trying to be cool down after. <laughs> exactly. There's like sweat and horse manure dust flying in, oh, out of his hair. Yeah. But so, yeah, he, he works hard. He, you know, he's not afraid to work. But what we're dealing, and by the way, he's an entrepreneur as well, because he's got a little side business going uh, where he'll go to Goodwill, buy some stuff and find an arbitrage there where he can resell it by, you know, cleaning it up and remarketing it and stuff. And now he's selling stuff online. He's made like a few hundred bucks doing that, right? You buy it for, you know, $4.99 at Goodwill or a dollar at Goodwill and yeah. sell it for 15 or $20, you know, on this place called Poshmark. Shameless plug. White's, um, white's name down house full of stuff <laughs> yeah okay so so now uh climbing down off of my uh, le lectern i'm coming out from behind the lectern <laughs> yes. and uh we're gonna get to what does this have to do with parenting i can hear people where the, know, uh, listening. The, the organist starts playing that low-key note it's gonna eventually we're gonna go into some hymns you know <laughs> yeah exactly now if you get your hymnals out and turn the page <laughs> so my my um so here's here's all i'm trying to do so i got a i got a 17 year old and a 14 year old right so they're they're Good getting times. close to the age where they're they're gonna want to get regular jobs regular paycheck all that mm -hmm. kind of thing right mm -hmm. which is cool 
by the way, boomers, we're, in case you didn't notice, we're exiting a little thing called a pandemic. Again, you're like, oh, it's, you know, you're, you're, <laughs> you're right in, in saying that some people are going to go, oh, there was no pandemic. You cannot deny. All you have to do is walk out your front door, see things were different. Whether you think we should have, shouldn't have, whatever, there was a huge upheaval in society recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not just Not just here. Globally, yeah. Globally. Nationwide too. Well, and, I meant here as in and the all across and, Indiana. <laughs> and, and and parts of Kentucky. Parts of Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So my focus, you know, it's it's been how do you do the right thing when things are hard? So the the job of like our what is our job? First, keep them safe so that they survive to adulthood. Right. Yes. Yes. That's one. Two. Um, you, you know, two, you you want to try to help them learn. How to be an adult, right? Yeah. Prepare them for adulthood. <laughs> well, 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 and you want so I'm not going to list them in order. I'll just go, you know, but but number one will always be keep them safe. Right. Yeah. It's not the only one, but it's kind of the most important it's one because kind of the biggest one. If you don't get that one right, yeah. then all the rest doesn't matter if they don't survive and, to adulthood. Right? And safety, safety fall has a lot of other things that fall under it. So physical, psychological, uh, we get what? Well, yeah, we could <laughs> next next week. I'm better off, Dad. <laughs> Emotional <laughs> health is just as important as physical health, and I will die on that hill. <laughs> you'll have company because <laughs> if as a kid if i'd gotten my arm lopped off in a chain you know sawmill accident my life would have been different right mm -hmm. it would have been like i would have had to deal with having a lopped off arm for the rest of my life right so that's a life-changing physical safety issue right mm -hmm. the fact that i endured certain kinds of trauma changed my brain yeah and i've had to deal with that that made my life different yeah and i've had to deal with an altered brain for my whole life what's the difference next week i'm better, better off dead <laughs> so yes safety psychological mental emotional and physical safety right mm -hmm. um and by the way extreme emotional pain can turn into physical problems yes right yes, it does people, people hurt themselves all the time uh, so keeping them safe. And then the pandemic made that job even harder. <laughs> mm -hmm. We don't, we probably don't even need to, <laughs> it's like, do we need to convince anybody that the last three years, two years, 20, how long's 2020 been going on? Two years now, right? Yeah. We're, yeah. Few, we're, in year, few months. we're in the middle of year three oh, of 2020. 2020. <laughs> yes. <laughs> made it a lot harder, right? Mm -hmm. So then you want to create some nice memories because that's the other thing I think is important is as an adult is to be yeah. able to look back on your childhood and go, eh, some good memories. It doesn't yeah. have to be perfect. That doesn't mean going to Disney. We had a lot of conversations about the kids are like, I don't know why people like Disney. I don't even understand. Like I wouldn't have even like if we had gone to Disney, like, you know, I would have a vague memory of it. But it would be yeah. no different than our trips to the state fair 
or McDonald's play place. You know? Complete, complete fabricated surroundings full of pretty much memories that would be better spent somewhere else. Now, nothing against people that go to Disney. God bless y'all. <laughs> you know, I mean, if that's your thing. Ancient but, astronaut, bless y'all, because it mm-hmm. is a predictable surrounding. But anyway, so you want to create some memories, have a decent childhood, and then prepare them to be an adult. Independence, responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where that's where the work thing comes in. So if the idea of nobody wants to work is we as parents aren't pushing our kids into the workforce and doing the thing that the that the boomer generation did, which is like, you got to go get a job, pay me rent. When you're living under my roof, you're going to contribute. You know, if that's your idea of parenting, mm-hmm. you're totally skipping keep them safe, create great memories as a family and teach them to be independent and responsible. You're skipping right to your version of teach them to be independent and responsible. By the way, you're probably the same parent that thought teaching them to swim meant throw them in the deep end and they'll <laughs> figure it out. Right. Yeah. Which you just created a kid who's now afraid of water. Now they got to overcome that because right? mm-hmm. mm-hmm. of the trauma you created, because I don't know where you got that idea. Maybe from your greatest generation parents, World War II parents. I don't know. Uh, greatest generation. Come on. Anyway, two weeks from now, I'm better off, Dad. Why the greatest generation wasn't? Okay. So, you know, Tom Brokaw is a punk. <laughs> the greatest generation, my ass. <laughs> uh, don't don't forget though these are the same people and i know this is a cliche but i these are the the people that say this are the same people that um would be like watching dallas on friday night or whatever it was and a commercial would come on and ask them if they knew where their kids were (laughs) do you know where your kids are it's 10 o'clock do you know where your kids are yeah they're working my my parents didn't have a freaking clue where we were (laughs) Uh, mine did. Mine were pretty controlling. They they needed to know. They they took that safety part really seriously. Mm. <laughs> my my mom did anyway. Uh, there's, really... There was there was there was more of us than there were of you. Maybe that maybe a couple <laughs> more kids. Your mom would have been like, eh, he's out there somewhere. He's fine. You had him outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, we did. <laughs> my parents could still play man to man. Yours had to play zone. I don't know if they ever talked about that in any of those sports movies you like to watch. (laughs) I love me some sports movies. So the next time you're at a restaurant or a retail establishment and you want to say, nobody wants to work, just for a second, think about what you're saying and just add, nobody wants to work under these conditions for that pay. (laughs) Right. And would you? Right. Like if you're exactly. gonna like like I don't know I don't see you going to Walmart and getting a job with your nobody wants to work you you know your your brother walking off of the the job as a mover is he gonna run down to Arby's now and get a job at Arby's <laughs> does he want that work does he want to work there maybe he's a nobody maybe he's in the nobody wants to work crowd right you know right I think there's a fair amount of projection going on with that idea because. The people that say like nobody wants to work are the same people that would say like, well, I would, I certainly wouldn't do that. I mean, you know, I wouldn't put up with that, but they do put up with it in some way. But yeah. it's like, it's like, well, they got they, these people just have to say something. That's what bothers me so much about people is 
it's not necessary to say something all the time. <laughs> you don't always have to say something. <laughs> you could just stick with, oh, man, I guess they couldn't fill this shift today. That's right. If you're a Trump supporter right now, everything's Biden's fault, right? Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. And you, if you can't immediately come up with it, you'll come up with something. And it's probably something Tucker Carlson said, right? Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, payments to people to help them through a tough time. Uh, nobody wants to work. They'd rather sit at home and get government checks. Okay. Set aside for the second, you're forgetting under whose administration those checks started. <laughs> okay. You're also forgetting that they ended six months after Biden took office. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, on its, on the face of it, it makes no sense. Like you're making no sense when you're like, people would just rather sit at home and like on the face of it, like, first of all, your guy started it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Biden actually ended it, and you're still saying nobody wants to work. They just want to sit home and collect government checks. Those government checks stopped already, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's that. The second thing is you're basically saying people would rather sit in an apartment that they can barely afford, be bored, not contribute anything, and, and all the feelings that come along with not being able to like feel like you're actually a part of something, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. You've got no social, you got no uh yeah. And they would rather sit there and get money that is far less than they could get if they went out and worked, right? Mm -hmm. You're saying that people would rather do that. And those people who absolutely desperately need that, because maybe kids, maybe schedule, maybe mm -hmm. COVID, maybe whatever, whatever their circumstances that's causing them not to be able to work under those conditions, right? Whatever that is, your point is, we should take away all assistance to force people back to work, right? Mm -hmm. And that's probably why I'm losing a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> because I have a lot of problems calling somebody my friend who's just like, oh, we just agree on the politics. I'm like, no, we disagree on basic human dignity, right? Yeah. And the fact that we're the richest nation in the that the world has ever seen, right? Ever. And we're going to say to people, screw you. If you don't get off your couch, for whatever reason you're sitting on your couch, I'm going to make it up in my head that you're just lazy and that yeah. you don't have circumstances, right? I'm just going to make that up. I don't know if that's true because I'm not going to look into it. And I'm not going to listen to anybody's argument about it. I'm just going to pretend that you're lazy and Biden wants to hand you free money. I'm just going to pretend that because it makes me feel better. You and I probably can't be friends because A, you refuse to listen to, to reason. And B, you just don't give a shit about people. You only give a shit about yourself. You're mm -hmm. selfish. And you only care about being right about the last president. We just lost nine listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, mic drop. <laughs> yeah. Change my mind. Now's your chance to change my mind. You got my email. You got my Facebook. There's comment sections <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Come change my mind if you think you can. By the way, 2017, 2018, me would have tried to change my mind on this. I, I, I know. <laughs> I, I was I read your post the other day. I didn't I, I, I was looking for a, a a gif of like somebody handing somebody a cookie. You know, be like, welcome to our side. We have cookies, you know. In 2017, 2018, Steve would have would have failed. Yeah. 
because I know 2017, 2018, Steve, he was missing a lot of context. He was missing a lot of background, but he did have something uh, that a lot of people don't have, and that is an open mind and a willingness to listen to logic and reason. That having been said, um, <laughs> I think we're I think we're coming. I think we're coming in for a landing here. How do you feel about How do you feel about that? <laughs> the, the, my tank's empty, so yeah, we're probably we probably should land this bird. So great story. Uh, nobody wants to work, including your brother. Apparently. <laughs> kids, today. and uh, we'll get our kids out there working. Uh, don't worry. Don't worry, boomers. Our kids, we're going to get our kids out there working too. <laughs> and just remember, uh, this has been uh, Better Off Dad with Paul and Steve. Just trying to figure out how to do the right thing when things are hard. And it shouldn't be this hard. Yeah.